us to help us also to pattern our lives because that same power that raised Jesus from the dead that same power is resident in us thank you Father because you reveal yourself again to us in dimension we have not seen of God today will be um, the last except our question and answers uh, of our series on what you should know before you get married and what we have done is to whet our appetite to be able to go back to scriptures and to learn and to adjust some ideas that has been passed to us Please, I want you to re- to become um, so determined or be determined to that your life will be different. There's no marriage in heaven. It's only on earth. And so when you miss to enjoy it here, you don't enjoy it anywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I want to also you to be determined that you want to uh, live a life worthy of your calling. And to come to word of God with humility. And that we get transformed by the renewing of our mind. And as we said, and we'll continue to drum it again and again. We began by seeing the foundation of marital problems, and we established that one of the greatest damage or damages we've done to our lives, especially in this generation, is to separate our Christian life from the marital life. So when discussion around marital issues are presented. It's a way we are being taught psychology. We are Christians. But, you know, I was talking to one of our sisters and I said, you have to be very careful when people say that's how men do. Or that's how men act. Be very careful to know is it the scripture saying or is it what some people have sat down to understood, I mean to understand over the years. I'm a science student, I'm a biochemist, I'm a scientist, but I know just like we've had that wonderful discussion uh, with one of our guests when Pastor Kola actually brought him, science cannot explain a lot of things because not everything in life can be explained in the lab. Are we together? So, this truth is universal. And also, for what we have accumulated over the years, for example, in psychology, in understanding people, is just a study of the natural man. Uh, Are we together? It's a study of the natural man, how he behaves, what he likes, what he doesn't like, how he gets confused, in in many things. So don't just grab whatever the world have said they have studied scientifically because you are not a natural man. Are we together? So you have to know what it applies to you. We're not saying everything that has been studied is nonsense. No. But you have to be careful to know where, like I was telling some people that this one scientist very renowned have studied that he claimed that he has studied pedophiles. Those people who who um, 
sleeps with uh, children. Are we together? They have a natural, uh, they have an, uh, an, an unnatural, let me use that word, it's not natural. It's an unnatural affection toward children. And so I was studying that article and the man was bringing a lot of studies and data and, and, and he has done a lot of work among those who are pedophiles. And he said that what he has come by data, and of course when you see the data you can argue it, you understand, that people are castigating and are discriminating against pedophiles, that it's not their problem. That people seem to be, it's an attitude that is learned. He said, no, it is not an attitude that is learned. It is a product of nature and not nurture. Are we together? So, and he doesn't see why the world, in fact, there shouldn't be any law concerning against him because they themselves, they are helpless. They can't do anything about themselves. And of course, when he said it's a product of nature and not of nurture, then I wear my Christian cap. And I said, it is true. Because we know the nature he's talking about. It's a nature of sin. And so, what am I trying to say? When you have all those kind of discussions, even in the church, unfortunately, LGBT, we're in this part of the world, so we, we have to, we cannot shy away from it. And we have stated it. Of course, people claim, even in the church, understand, we've had the the problem that the Anglican Church had between the African Anglican Church and the, uh, the, the, the the Western World Anglican Church, the trouble because of this issue, because there are priests who claim that that's how they are born, and they, God gave them such um, uh, affection. You understand? And you have a lot of data to prove, so to say. Are we together? So what I'm trying to communicate to us is that we have to be very careful because you might just be carrying a study that has been done on the natural man and you put upon your head you are a spiritual person. It's very important that we pay attention to that. Now common to man, so we have understood from the very beginning that this is fundamental. That the problem we have in, in marriages it's not a different problem from what we, we see people facing in their Christian life. So when you see a marriage having a problem, don't say that the person is spiritual. Uh -uh. Know that if the person has, does not have a problem or the party doesn't have a problem in their Christian you can't separate them. I mean, you can't remove the problem away, you understand? And... If you see it from that perspective, then your commitment is to see that God opened your eyes to understand the truth, and then the truth sets you free, and then you live your real life. You understand? And that is the only way we can be able to overcome this problem. But all this communication we've been seeing, they are very good. They are motivational. They can motivate you. You understand? And you can feel actually it's good. You understand? You, you, you can feel it's good. As I've, I've heard so many people talk about that. The best way now to do is to be able to work hard to get more money, understand, before you get married. Correct, because it is also important that you have what you can su uh, support the family. But fundamentally, if you think it is just money that keeps marriage, okay. Then we're going to, maybe you're going to be another reputation of the mystics of we're seeing. But what we are trying to say is that pay attention to what really is the underlying problem. Because you can have all the money, yet you can still be much more confused than even when you didn't have the money. Because the issue is the foundation. There is a foundation there. There is a foundation there. So, we talked about why marriage was instituted. And we saw a number of things scripturally why God instituted marriage. Understand? And then we come to the other part when we are discussing uh, some attributes of uh, some attribute required in marriage. And we said come as a servant. Understand? And we said if you have learned to be a, 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 a sound believer, if you have learned love here, if you have learned to serve people, if you have learned to, to have um, 
um, allowance for people's fault, you understand? I, if you don't have unrealistic expectation, you know that this is a place you will always have, people will always offend you knowingly and unknowingly, you understand? Uh, people will always sometimes disrespect you, you understand? But you have already created an, a, a space for that. Then you're going not going to be disappointed because you must have learned the skills and the and the, some of the attribute that is needed. So, but if you have not learned service, you are full of yourself. You are you don't like your nose, you don't like your head, you don't like your leg. You understand? And uh, so you see, you don't like yourself. It is even unfair to make somebody to like you. It's unfair. It's unfair. So first, you God must open yourself to yourself. God must see that you are valuable. You must see what Christ has done in you and you see that you are valuable. You are worth. You, you mean you have, you have value. You have worth. When you see that you don't have complex problem, then you can be able when you come to someone, you will not, you will not, you will not be pressuring that person unnecessarily. Are we together? You, you will not just be pressuring somebody unnecessarily. You get it? If it is there, I'm good, good I'm fine. You understand? But I find it very so, so, so uh, 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 annoying that you hear that uh, uh, believers, even in relationship, very difficult to keep a relationship for three months. You understand? You're already scattering. That, that's, that's too bad. It shows that something is brewing. You understand? And we hope that the Lord will help us and to build our life. Because the essence of all these teachings is at the end of the day to realize that your effort is pointing you to Christ. So even as you follow us, what we are asking you to follow is to follow the Christ we are following. Amen. So, and if you don't get that principle in life, you're going to get it very hard. And that's why it's important to understand that our, our, our definition of terms is not dictionary. So each time we talk about definition, love, and the, uh, submission and all that, the first thing that comes to your mind, it shouldn't be your village. It shouldn't be where you're coming from. Your definition is to go back and ask yourself, what did God say is the definition? What is the Bible saying about it? Are we together? So God is going to help us in Jesus' name. And it's very key that we have got to uh, so much, I mean, in our hands that the Holy Spirit is helping us. So we have begun by understanding... Um, in this regard, the model um, of Christian marriage about submission. So today I will just conclude the latter part on the model of the headship or Christ the head of the church, the model of husband's headship, the model of husband headship. Sir, can you help me? to start reading from Ephesians chapter uh, 18 to 20, uh, just 18 to 21, I think. To 20. The point we're trying to make last week was when we read that scripture, we saw that by the time we begin to read there, it said, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you start to list a number of things, you understand? Speaking to one another. Now, because these are product when a man is filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, you don't use your word badly against the other person. You begin to speak to each other, you understand? In psalms, you understand? In spiritual songs, you understand? Making melody in your heart, and then talking about again immediately, says, submit to one another. So, we saw that as submission, and by the time we reached uh, verse 22, you now said, wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. Now, a submission of the woman is a fruit of the product. When we're talking about the fruit, we're talking about the product. That is what the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit. We can be able to identify and know that, no, this one, just like when you pass a road that has been constructed by any of the company, it will leave its seal there. Are we together? So we know that if we see also submission, we know that it is a product of the Holy Spirit. But then also, not just only submission, because it continues to the issue of the man. So just the same way as submission is a product of 
the Holy Spirit works within us. The same thing, the, the, the same thing is true with the man's uh, headship, that is, or, or leadership. Are we together? So the man's leadership must also be a work of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? So if a man have not submitted to the Holy Spirit, he will find it very difficult to lead as Christ because he can't even do it. You know, it's something that God has called you to do which you cannot do by your own power. Are we together? So it's very important. So every man with the Spirit of God can love. Are we together? Men here, can you say, I can love, I can love. as God loves? I can love as God loves. <laughs> okay, we will see what is the love. Amen. Amen. Sir, can you read this verse again for me? Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. That's one. Yes, sir. Amen. Two says, this is a postscript. Okay. But I am talking about Christ and the church. Okay, two, thank you. I wanted you to 32. Okay, so if you read these uh, verses, you will see that these verses can be divided into two, particularly. And I want you to note. Now, maybe we have to look at it again from our scripture. Can you look at it again? You, we can divide it into two. Yes, sir. Can you help me there, sir? Husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church. Okay. 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 Yes, you see that? It's talking about church, Christ. Husbands, lost your wife of Christ, love the church. If you look at it, it just looks as if the Christ and the church are distinct here. Are we together? They are distinct. That is Christ and the church, husband and the wife. Now, verse 28 to, 20 to 31, just verse 28 maybe. Same way, husband ought to love their wives as their own body. Now, you see, you see now, it, it has now... Now make it now as their own body. Are we together? So we're going to look at it. What is, it's okay, sir. Now, just like I said, it talks about husbands loving their wife as Christ loved the church. But then husband loving their wife as their own body. Are we together? Then it goes down to explain about this again. So what is the difference between as Christ loved the church, and as their own body. Remember, we're trying to look at, is there anything we can glean as a wisdom on why Paul has to do that kind of a thing? But remember, for now, there's no difference because he said, in the same way. Are, are we together? Amen. Amen. In the same way. Just the same way they ask him, what is the greatest law? You understand? He said, the second is as what? The first. So, what do we think? We're going to go back to that to be able to answer that question. What is very profound in this division? You understand? Because we, something must be, Paul must be communicating something here. And I want us to pay attention to it. And let's begin by looking at that very one. How Christ loves the church. How Christ loves the church. Because he instructed men, or instructed a man or a husband, to love the wife as Christ loved the church. Now, your template husbands, your template in, uh, aspiring uh, husbands, your template is Christ. Now, your 
job is to go back to sit down with the word. You know, some people, you understand? I, I don't have problem, yes, read a lot of books. But you know, if you ask people, you understand, are you preparing for marriage or something like that? And say, Sir, uh, I have not read some books yet. No, the issue is that have you sat down to read about how Christ loved the church? You understand? There's one book that I read that actually nearly somatumbled me. It was a profound book. It is one of the books that has really transformed my mind by Bila Kani, The Dignity of Manhood. I will actually recommend if you can find that book, especially as men, find that book and read it, The Dignity of Manhood. The Dignity of Manhood. It talks about a lot that had to. That's the time I, from then, since I read that book, I stopped praying, Lord, I need a, a godly woman. I said, Lord, make me a godly man. That has been my prayer because now when I read it, I, my eyes got opened to understand the demand of what it means to lead. The demand of what it means to lead. Okay. So, verse 25. Can you read it, sir, again? Help me with verse 25. Love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That's the first thing. So, he didn't leave us actually trying to understand how did Christ love the church. He's instantly there tell us how Christ loved the church. What did he do? He said, he gave himself. He gave himself for her. He gave not property. Did you hear what I'm saying? Man, not property. He gave himself for her. He gave himself for her. In the sun. Now, he begins to tell you that it's an error when you walk is the one that takes your attention. You only bring property. You gave property to her and the family, but not yourself. Are we together? So men... From you begin to see the 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 pattern, you understand? The pattern. Yes, Christ has given, have nourished. We are coming to it, but first is the issue of giving Himself. They say there is an implication to that, very important. And what does that mean? We saw that He gave Himself means He saved her from destruction. He saved her. From sin. That's what that means. And we've seen it on many other scripture. And when did he did it? He did it while she was still a sinner. He did it while she was still a sinner. While she was still a sinner. This scripture is profound. God demonstrated his love toward us. In that, what? While we were yet sinners, Christ does what? He died. Please, I want you, uh, all the men to understand. When you come to love, the love that sustains home, the God kind of home, the foundation of a home, it is not reciprocal. Are we together? Oh, God. He's shattering some people's head. Listen. I chose, my wife is wonderful, and she makes things easy for me. But I want to tell you the truth. There is nothing my wife can ever do for me not to love her. I, I want to because you have to understand this. If you don't understand this, you have problem. Because this is a step you must calculate before you take a step to go along with a sister. I'm speaking to the men here because I'm for you today. You understand? So, and the ladies, as you listen, eh? You, your heart must be transformed too. Are we together? So that you will not be foolish. Because 
some foolishness comes to our sisters once they discover that this man is a man of God. So they feel it's a license to do whatever they want to do. He won't do anything. No, he may not do anything. But the God who he serves can do something. Are, are we together? In fact, it's even better for him to do something than the God that he serves to do something. Are, are, are we together? So what am I trying to say is that Please, this is a foundation. That's why, you see, if you are joining a church, you must also join with this heart. Are we together? That first and foremost, there is nothing Pastor Kola can ever do to undo my love for him. Because the issue is that first and foremost, yes, I know that because my love, the God kind of love for him is not end. He didn't do anything to end it. You understand? And he cannot even end it. Just the same way to me. Of course, will he offend me maybe tomorrow or something like that? Should we have problems? Yes. And that's why even if because we are close now and I know a lot of things about him that other people didn't know. That's why even if tomorrow we have problems, I can never use what I know about him against him. So I can use some of the weakness that I know, even if we are not in good time tomorrow against him. Why? Because I love him. And this love is not end. So that's the same thing because this is showing to us that the, the church didn't end the love. Are, are we together? So he died even while, before even the church realized. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. So if you are going to have a foundation a solid one that can keep without, no matter the problem, is to come with the God kind of love as the foundation. That as you are choosing any lady, you love her. And I want to announce to you there's a difference between love and trust. I hope you know. Trust is earned. That's the difference. Trust is earned. You understand? I will love you, but I may not trust you. These are two different things. The same way. God loves us all, but he doesn't trust us all. There are certain things God can give some people he won't give you. Because once he gives you, you will stop coming here. I'm seeing some faces now. If God will give you $10,000, we will not see you again. We will not see you in church. <laughs> Amen. So God wants to train you first. And train you first and ensure you can be trusted before certain things is handed over to you. So what am I trying to say? First and foremost, when you are coming into marriage, if you are making a choice of a sister, make a choice of the one you know as you are coming into. It's not her error that will make her not for you to love her. And it's vice versa because we are coming to see this. Because this, at this step, is general. Because this is the same kind of love we are asked to love each other. Are we together? Yes. That's the same thing. That's the same thing. So know that I chose this man to love. Not because he's the most handsome person on earth. If you marry a man because he's handsome, you will see another one that passes him. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And for many of our sisters, perhaps who are in relationship, and many of our brothers who are in relationship, one thing that you will see that is constant, immediately you say yes to a man, certainly you begin to see other men that are more beautiful. As if. Yes. As if. Because, you know, let me tell you one thing. If you come closer to a person, you have the capacity to begin to know what you didn't know from afar. Now, erroneously, because we are not informed... So we would think because we begin to know some of his error because we come closer. So that means those ones you see from afar, they are more beautiful. Did you, did you understand what I'm saying? I've, I've made this thing. I've, I've gone, before I left Nigeria, people want to, me, I just want to leave this country. I just want to leave this, this country. But when they jump here, you understand? And now they see red. They say this place is bad. I was deceived. I want to go to Turkey. Turkey is better. Turkey is better. 
Some of them, they are left to Turkey. Now they want to come back here again. You see that? I was in Israel, and I was talking with someone. Israeli. What I was paid as just a student that I went there was more than my salary that is here. You understand? And one Israeli, uh, one dollar is to 3.4 Israeli shekel, thereabout. With their economy and their tech, some of them are complaining. That country is bad. That country is bad. It's better to go to UK. I met with people from uh, Australia there who came also for postdoc and many other things, and some people who are fellow. I met with them. They are busy abusing their government. And you are here seeing their government as their, is a heaven. You see, one thing I observe is that the more a person comes closer and he has seen the challenges of that place or the person, he begins to see there is a better place somewhere else. That's not true. Because if you move there also, and then you come closer and you suddenly you see the troubles around, you begin to look for another path again. So you become like a vagabond. You become like somebody who just keep wandering around. No! And that's why we are trying to see here that the first thing is that when you are making a decision about your sister, please come with this platform. Come that you have chose her. You understand? Not because she must be the most beautiful in, on earth. No. You chose her. There's nothing you can do. Like for me, my wife, if you like, say whatever you want to say. You understand? It's my choice and I lavish my love on her. You understand? So if you like, say whatever you want to say. You understand? It doesn't change anything. You will only be salivating. <coughs> now, what that means is that it keep, every day I get home, I'm trying to express who I am, not because it's attached to her commitment to me. But you see, the good news about it is that as I am, I am, I am burning in the fire of love, it's contagious. He didn't accuse her. So, Jesus was not an accuser of the church. No. Is the church perfect? No. But he's not an accuser of the church. I see some of us, a little thing, you have little problems in your relationship. Each time you stand, your mouth is already dripping. Pa, 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 pa. Yes, sir. Huh, I wish. Yes, sir. Everybody know you have a problem. Why? We're not saying that. And unfortunately, the people you even go to talk about are not those people who can give solutions. He didn't use her sins against her. Just like I said. For some of us, just because you join a church and you know a little bit about the church, tomorrow when you are not in there, you start to run your mouth and say, that is a bad shot, that is a bad shot. You are not loving. You are not loving. You don't understand love. He didn't use her sin against her. He didn't use her sin against her. He did not give up on her. He didn't give up on her. He gave up his life. Even while she was still a sinner, he gave up his life for her. He did not give up. He didn't give her up to what would destroy her. You know, he didn't just say, no, 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 no. He followed and died to remedy the situation. And so many husbands today, if their wife just let them down for some, for some, in some ways, if they cannot provide the kind of support they want, or do not give them the kind of touch or sex they want. You know, that question that, uh, uh, that last time we talked about, uh, sex compatibility, that uh, how do I know I'm sexual? You see, it's a man who lacks love that talks like that. You understand? Because there is no how you will be equal in every sense. 
you come to make adjustment to be able for the betterment of each other. Understand? They don't know how to cook. They have already started broadcasting. Why can't you encourage and teach her? If she cannot speak good English, take her to school. If she cannot go, take her to Catherine school. Why complain? Huh? You have joined to become ministry, ministry partners with the devil. So that's what we're saying. No. It's not an, a, a, a yastic for you to neglect or abuse the woman. Christ. The Bible says he nourish her. Please read that scripture for me. Colossians chapter 2. He said, he nourish her. We're trying to understand how Christ loved the church. He gave himself for her. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great details about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their own spiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body Now, wait, wait, wait. They have lost connection from the what? The head. From whom the whole body supported, supported and held together by its ligament and sinews grow as God causes it to grow. Grow as God causes it to grow. There is nourishment to grow. You understand? He said the head. You understand? Talking about Christ, the head. You understand? Keep, uphold the woman. In this case, uphold the church. We're talking about the body. Are we together? It, it, it keeps them together. It keeps the body together. Are we together? Then in that, growth is, is, is enabled. So there's a, 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 a protection there. There is, there is a support there. There is nourishment there in the sun for the, for the church to grow. The head does not dismantle the church. No. It keeps and upholds them together. Knitted together. Why do you dismantle people? Why? He didn't neglect her. He did not exploit her weakness and ignorance. He uses his authority for the benefit. I love this. Please, if somebody has um, NIV, sorry, NLT, please read NLT for me here. He uses his authority. Christ uses his authority for the benefit of the church. Pastor Fred read that scripture last week. Is this authority, which authority? Authority as the head. Are we together? Is for her benefit, not for her harm. Is for her benefit, not for her harm. So your muscle, your muscles, and your position as a leader is for her benefit, not for her destruction. But um, Ephesians four. Verse 20. That raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly realms. Now is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Yes, verse 22. God has put all things under his authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. Has made him who? Head over all things for whose benefit? Oh, speak to me. For whose benefit? For the benefit of the church. Why then are you against the woman? Because we are trying to see how did Christ love the church? He existed. His position and authority, his headship is for her benefit. So if you do otherwise, you are not a head. You are a tyrant. You are an enemy. You are a devourer. That is how you should love the woman. That is what it means to be the head. Is for protection. Is is for you to protect her. Is for 
All this position Christ gave you as, you see, those, you know, you know you begin, people you shout, shout to the woman, don't you know I am the head of this house? No, 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 no. That means you are not the head. If you are beginning to sound, you are the head. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine Pastor Frey will come, don't you know I'm the pastor of this? <laughs> that means something is wrong with the, the, the authority. Because if he is truly the pastor, he doesn't need to shout. Remember, please, if you cannot remember anything, remember this scripture, verse 22. God put you as the head. It's an election of grace. Are we together? You didn't earn it. God put you as the head, the leader in the home. For whose benefit? He said, for the benefit of the church. Now it's for the benefit of the woman. So your headship is not as a terrorist. Your headship is not for you to intimidate her. And that's why, ladies, you have to be careful. We have cowards everywhere. They are already, they are already, they, they start rejecting once they see that you have a promise. You understand? Because in their village, they have defined that if a woman is becoming more uh, expressive and she's doing wonders that she will become disrespectful. You see, that's his village. If you marry that kind of a man, you will suffer. Marry a man who understands that his place of authority is for the benefit of the people. Are we together? Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what Christ has done here. Lastly, I want to point you to something. As Christ loved the church, this statement, I mean this phrase, as Christ loved the church, reflects a general principle. Are we together? Because he has told us, you understand? He asks believers to love one another as Christ loves us. Are we together? So it's not just, it's not just something he just picked and put unique, I mean, to the, to the home. Are, are, are we together? I, and I want us to read, even if we didn't read anything, please uh, read me just John, uh, just, let's read this one scripture, uh, John 30, 13, uh, verse 34. John 13, 34. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Love who? One another as I have loved you. So it's the same principle that is given to the man and the woman, or the husband and the wife. So it's a general principle. You understand? The question is that. Then what is unique about marriage? If it is, <laughs> did you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the difference between now in the marriage? Since it's a general principle that we are asked, is that the man of God, if you get into, if you get married, the love that God is asking you to love your wife is not different from the one he's saying you should love another sister here. Then what is so unique about the, the marriage? Are we together? What is it? And that's where I told you I am feeling why Paul shifted to another dimension when he started talking about the other part. Verse 28. Please read me verse 28, sir. Yes. In the same way, husbands or to love their wife as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. This is what makes marriage love unique. Now, remember here, it's not talking about Christ's church. Are, are we together? When you said, so I, I want you to read that scripture again. He, 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 this time around, he's not saying, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's not talking about the church now. Yes, but he's talking about who? Yes, he's talking about the man should love the wife as what? As his own body. As his own body. Now, he's trying to bring, there's no distinction between the man's body and the woman's body. Are we together? 
Now, I want you to read verse 29. Let's go down. After all, no one ever ate their own body, but they, are, they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are, mem- we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It it doesn't dishonor others. Listen, wait, 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 sir. It does not dishonor others. You understand? Honor, it does not dishonor others. Yes, sir. Wait, it is not self-seeking. It is not self-seeking. Yes, sir? It is not easily angered. It is not easily angered. It didn't say it is not angered. It is not easily angered. Keeps no record of wrong. Oh, glory to God. It keeps no record of wrong. Women can forget so sharply. You understand? You must have taken them to many places. But after a while, maybe you are too busy, you forget. They can confront you and say, 
my love. It's as if you don't like me now. Why? Since how many months you have not taken me out? How many months? Is it not just two last three weeks? <laughs> now, you see, because it lingered a bit, you understand? If you are not careful, you can be, you can keep record. This woman, she's ungrateful. You understand? And you keep it. The next time she did that, you say, I've been trying to wait to see what you are doing. <laughs> you think I'm a fool. You want to make him guilty, your father. <laughs> you see, you are already bringing problem. It doesn't keep record of wrong. Hallelujah. Please, complete it. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. If she makes mistakes, you don't get happy. Sometimes you pass in the morning, you understand? Me, I know, go so far. The truth of the matter is that that song is not Holy Ghost inspired. It's because she has done something and she suffered and you are saying, me, I know, go so far. That means you are trying to bring the memory to her. You see, you see that thing? That's evil. Love does not delight in evil. But rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always always protects, always hopes, always trusts. You see, I told my 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 wife, if you like, I'm not saying you must do anything. If you like, you want to read to what a doctorate, whatever, however certificate you want, you will do it. There's no problem. You understand? I have a high hope. We are not perfect but you are looking up to the best of the person. And you are walking to the best of the person. You understand? Know that she doesn't know how to do this. I don't understand. You, are you different from many women? You see, you are a fool. You are comparing. Please. Always trust, always hope, always persevere. Love never fails. But where there, is where there are prophecy, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass. For we know in part and prophesy in part. 